Welcome to The Five. It's five good minutes of content. I will try to give it to you so you can be encouraged in your faith and challenge you to think and love Jesus more. So today's topic is going to be on apologetics. And so let me first define that for you. It is providing a rational defense for the Christian faith. And so let's first begin with talking about the existence of God. Now I want to begin with John Calvin. John Calvin says, There is within the human mind, and indeed by natural instinct, an awareness of divinity. What he means by that, it's in Latin, it's called the sensus divinitas, the sense of the divine. It's that God has placed in every single human being a sense that God is. Now, Romans 1, so that we, we suppress that in unrighteousness, yet it's still there. And so in matters of justice, in matters of right and wrong, love, truth, beauty, all those things God has put into the human heart and into the human mind that we have those categories. And so that in itself is evidence that God has created all of us. Um, now, let me give you some objections to apologetic. Many people don't like it. Uh, many people have objections. The first one is this, that it is unkind. What they mean by that is that it's just sort of this, it devolved into like an argument and people are yelling and it's just not something Christians should be doing. Now, my response is this, that's more an objection to the apologist than to apologetics. And so you being unkind, that's kind of on you, not on apologetics. Now, the second objection is this, it is unwise. What they mean by that is this, it rarely yields the spiritual fruit of conversion. Now, my response is, well, that's a pretty narrow view of spiritual fruit. What if the fruit is simply showing that Christianity is a rational option for thinking people? Or what if the fruit is that it shows that, that Christians love their God enough to think of responses to what people are saying by way of objection? So those are two objections. Now, let me give you some limits to apologetics. The first limit is this. Many theistic proofs fail to prove the existence of a distinctly Christian God. Okay? So they'll prove that God exists or show that, but not necessarily a Christian God exists. Second one is that human reason is finite, and we're trying to prove that which is infinite. Number three is that uh, it can often miss the real objection. So many people give us this sort of rational smokescreen for why they don't believe. In reality, there could be an emotional reason why they don't believe. We're over here trying to figure out their rational uh, objection. So that's a limit to apologetics. Let me give you two things that we as Christians can speak into. The first one is the problem of evil. It says this, evil is in the world, therefore God must not exist. Now, our response should be what I would call the, I wouldn't call it, it's by a guy, guy named Mark Allen. Um, it's called the inside-outside approach. You want to get inside their worldview and affirm what you can and then jump out and then give an answer from the Christian faith. So inside, we can say this. Pain does seem to be a deviation from what we know to be true. Now I'm using the sensitive minutes. Yes, we know that pain, evil, wickedness, those things ought not to be. We agree there. However, on the outside, you can't have evil without a moral lawgiver. So without a moral lawgiver, there can't be moral law. Therefore, what you call evil is really your opinion. Okay. Second thing, Jesus came to defeat evil. That's literally why he came. So maybe you could say the gospel is the answer to the problem of, of evil. Finally, atheism provides no explanation to the problem of evil, only to say, there it is. Okay, that's the first thing we can talk about. Let's talk about the crutch argument. A guy named Karl Marx says that, quote, religion is the opium of the people. And so none of that is that, that religion is, is a spiritual narcotic. It's like a drug. You take it, it makes you feel better about yourself, and that Christianity is a crutch. Now, historically, atheism has been the opium of the people because there are some personal advantage atheism. So, for example, there is no eternal accountability. That's pretty convenient. 
Secondly, there's no authority over yourself. Also pretty convenient. And the question, is Christianity a crutch? The answer is yes, but it's because my legs are broken. So the question shouldn't be, is religion a crutch? The question should be, are people broken? And are people universally broken? Because if they're broken, then Christianity is the only thing that can actually fix them, actually can, can help them. So uh, we can end by saying this. If atheism is true, we are cosmic orphans. We are the byproduct of time plus matter plus chance. And Nietzsche got this. Nietzsche said this, God is dead. We have killed him. Who will comfort us? He understood the ramifications of his atheism. But the gospel says this, uh, why are we here? God created us to love him and to worship him forever. What went wrong? We did. How can that be made right? God in Christ reconciling the world to himself. That's my time. Uh, I'll talk to you better next time, and we'll see you next week.